Welcome to Innova Solutions podcast series, practical advice to advance in your professional career from the experts, moving at the speed of you. Thank you for tuning in. Good afternoon and welcome. My name is Cynthia Myers. I'm the lead for the Office of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion at Innova Solutions. Today, we have a joint podcast episode featuring Innova Solutions and AWS, where we will discuss AWS's optimization and licensing assessment, or OLA offering. I am your host, and joining us today are Robert Toots. Robert is the Senior Vice President of Cloud Services at Innova. Robert, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do? Yeah. Hi, Robert Toops uh, from Innova Solutions. I'm a certified solutions architect going back to 2016 when I joined Innova Solutions. I also head up our AWS Center of Excellence and uh, focus in on Microsoft workloads for the company. Thank you so much. And now I have the pleasure of introducing Mr. David Brisbois. David is a subject matter expert and global lead for OLA at AWS. David, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, for sure. Thanks, Cynthia. You know, first off, you just nailed my name, so I appreciate that. It's not the easiest thing. It's a French-Canadian name. So my name is Dave Brisbois. I'm based out of Toronto, so I'm getting ready for winter, even though it's the end of the summer. Uh, As you mentioned, my role at AWS is I'm the global lead for our partner-led OLA. So essentially, I work with partners and and very few partners because they need a special skill set, and I help them help our customers. We're trying to help our customers' problems. So I'm super excited because you guys are doing some great work in this space, and I'm really excited about this conversation today. Outstanding. We're so happy to have both of you here today. In fact, we're going to leap into the conversation, and we're going to talk a little bit, first of all, about OLA. And I think that, Robert, if you could give us non-technical people kind of a summarized version, what is it, what does it do, and why is it important? Well, OLA itself stands for the Optimization Licensing Assessment. And what we do is that we work with our customers that are running Microsoft workloads to evaluate the cost impact of running Microsoft workloads on-premise and in the cloud. And our ultimate goal is to reduce the burden of that commercial licensing that you get from Microsoft in the areas of operating systems and databases and work with our customers to modernize those workloads towards open source solutions. That is outstanding. So from Innova's perspective, as we look to kind of tackle some of this, how do we help our clients really, really dive into and embrace OLA from your perspective? Well, it starts with our OLA program. We work with our customers to evaluate those Microsoft workloads in their environment. We're looking at you know, where they're running Microsoft Windows, why they're running Microsoft Windows operating systems for either applications that they're buying off the shelf or if they're internally developing with .NET. We look at programs of taking that .NET code and moving it from a Windows-based operating system for its operation and towards Linux operations, containerization, and serverless. And then we also look at the MS SQL that's present in our customers' environments, either on-premise or in the cloud, and looking at how we can consolidate those databases into fewer database platforms, or how we can work with reducing the addition that MS SQL is running on from, say, enterprise to standard to developer to web to lower the cost there, or work with our customers to move towards database solutions in AWS like Aurora, which is completely open source. 
Wow, that is amazing. Sounds like there's a lot of customization based on the client's environment. Thank you for that uh, response, Robert. Uh, we're now going to switch over to David. David, can you share any insights with the audience on your thoughts on how OLA can assist business to optimize their licensing and at the same time, as Robert touched on, cut costs associated with the Microsoft? Yeah, it's great. You know, I really like the way you introduced this because you're not just talking about migrating, you're not talking about licensing, you're not talking about just modernization. You know, what we see today is a lot of customers have choice and they want choice. They want to figure out what that best path for them is forward. And what I love about your approach is that at the end of the day, and you know, you look at your history, you guys have a Microsoft Center of Excellence. And you're probably going, why is someone from AWS excited that you have a Microsoft Center of Excellence? Well, I'm excited because you understand that technology and your approach to this is using both technology and technical lenses and licensing lenses to actually give the customer choice. And that choice could be, as you mentioned, moving from Microsoft to Linux, serverless. There's a lot of options and you need this roadmap and your approach of starting with a baseline, starting with an OLA of understanding what are my assets that I own? What have I invested in today? And where do I want to be? Is such a great approach. And this is going to lead to customers having a roadmap. I'm going to migrate. Then I'm going to modernize. You guys have some great depth in SQL Server. And SQL is really confusing. And SQL licensing is even more confusing. Previous AWS, I ran an essentially a software asset management practice. And these people read licensing agreements. They are the most unexciting people to have at a party. But they're, they're the worst part of people to argue with because they're detail-oriented. And your approach of understanding the details brings so much business or a benefit to your customers because it's a holistic approach. It's not just a straight migration. It's not buying net new licenses. You're looking at where they are and where they want to go, and you're putting it through that lens of technical licensing and business. And I think that drives some, some fantastic outcomes for your customers. And ultimately, what I think we all want to do is you're giving your customers choice. Outstanding. Thank you so much. And we're going to then switch back to Robert. Robert, now let's sort of deep dive into the role of right sizing and license optimization. On your view, how does OLA assist organizations to identify the right instances um, based on their workload requirements? Yeah, exactly. What we do is a part of the OLA program, we're evaluating the workloads our customers are running. So we're looking at CPU, memory, storage, and their network requirements. And then we're looking at the applications that are running on those workloads and making sure that we have the right fit, right? A lot of times when we see customers on premise, they buy a bunch of big iron, they're running workloads on it, and it's very efficient because they're not maximizing the value of the hardware assets they bought. So we definitely look at those components and try to fit those applications, those workloads to the right instance type. So when we're looking either on premise or in the cloud, we wanna make sure that we're maximizing the value of any of these resources that we're running by putting as many workloads as possible on those CPU, on that memory, on that storage, on those network requirements. And by doing that, the customers get that efficiency and it lowers their costs and also their licensing costs. If you're not running as many Windows licenses, uh, more Windows licenses you need and you cut it back, you're definitely reducing that cost of operation for your Microsoft workloads. And then we look at it from a modernization standpoint where we're definitely looking at, hey, can we run this workload on a cheaper operating system, Linux? Can we run it on a more efficient 
platform like containers or the super efficient serverless. Wow, amazing. Well, we we continue to talk about cost and obviously cost is a very strong driver. David, I see that there's an opportunity to bring your own license. And from a client perspective, how does having this option reduce costs from your in your view? Yeah, that's a great question. And, and, you know, one of the things I see all the time, I see partners and customers, they're using our simple monthly calculator and they're choosing license included instances. And they're just assuming they have to bring their own licenses. And as you mentioned, BYOL, so bring your own license is typically a really good option for these customers. And the reason being is that on average, it's three times more expensive, the licensing than AWS networking, compute, and storage. So we could do a great job of optimizing those instances, but if we're not taking into consideration that legacy cost, we're doing the customer really a a disservice. And because licensing is so complex and customers have gone through like a history with enterprise vendors doing audits and compliance, they're typically scared, right? They're a little hesitant. They don't want to be out of compliance. And I think that's where you guys do such a great job of analyzing the existing licensing position and looking at where can we save money on the actual consumption of AWS resources. And by doing this, what you start to do is you start to build that roadmap and you start to build that plan on how do we leverage our assets to get to the cloud the most cost-effective manner, and then we modernize. And, And a good example of this is just moving to dedicated hosts as a landing zone for your workloads, and then modernizing from there. And because you're taking this holistic approach, right, you're helping customers leverage those licenses that they own for those cost savings. And and we'll speak to some of the the statistics in a minute or so, but a lot of customers are making mistakes and, and we don't want that. We don't want them spending more on AWS than they need to. We want them taking costs or previous costs and using that for investment into things that are actually going to impact their business. And I think by taking that approach of understanding your assets, what you own, and obviously you just went in through a great dive into what you actually do. I usually do that. You guys did it much better than I did, Robert. So I think your approach is just so bang on and customer focused that it gives them choice. And as you mentioned, you guys have Microsoft Centers of Excellence, which means that you're going to recommend what's best for that customer, regardless of the the platform. Outstanding. Well, in Robert's previous comments, he mentioned SQL. So from an organization standpoint, how as clients consider downgrading these SQL servers, how do they avoid sacrificing essential features? Well, it's all about aligning your SQL workloads to your needs. So if you don't need certain features that are in the enterprise version, you can scale down to standard or web or developer. And it's really about picking the right version for your application needs. And especially when you're talking about your tests and QA environments, you know, avoid the enterprise, go towards the developer, you know, cut your licensing costs as much as possible. It's not only a cost savings. David mentioned earlier, it's an investment opportunity into your business. So every time that we can reduce the cost of your SQL licenses, either through downgrade additions by consolidating SQL servers together or by porting your database over to native AWS database technologies like Aurora, you can definitely find that savings in there. And that's what our OLA program does. We evaluate those databases. We make sure you're using the essential features for that database in the right 
addition from MS SQL, or we're looking for a modernization opportunity to take you off the commercial platform and move you towards those open source database platforms. You know, Robert, you mentioned SQL a lot there, and I often think of SQL as almost like Tylenol, right? So when I go to buy Tylenol, I always buy extra strength. Never, I don't even know if they make regular strength, to be honest. You always buy extra strength. And I think a lot of customers, when they bought SQL in the past, buy the enterprise version because they think they need it. And to your point, the way you guys approach SQL Server and understanding, can that functionality be mimicked by AWS sort of native services? Can you actually downgrade to, um, and downgrade is probably not the right word for it. Can you actually move to a version that's more in align with how you're using it and then consolidating databases. I think that approach is actually buying regular strength Tylenol because that's what you need. And I think that is such a great way to, to help customers understand what they need because they just sort of like me, they're buying extra strength because they think they need it. And the reality is they probably don't. Wow. That is a wonderful analogy. Thank you so much for that, David. I would have never tied those two together, but that is a great analogy. As we continue to talk about cost savings, optimizing resources, David, could you give us an example of success stories that are tied to OLA that don't sacrifice performance or certainly, and from a compliance standpoint, it doesn't put a client at risk? Could you maybe share an example? Yeah, like I've got a really great example of uh, essentially a manufacturing company that had lots of plants located uh, across a pretty wide area. And they were looking at moving to the cloud. And the approach that they took before our partner or yourself got involved was they essentially looked at it as, well, we're running this on premise today. We're going to move it to the cloud. And, and it was kind of a, a lift and shift but more of an outsource, right? They're sort of saying, well, I've got a 10 core and I'm running X amount of memory. That's what I need in the cloud. And as a result, when they came to us, their, their pricing was super expensive. And, and they're sort of coming to say, AWS doesn't make sense. It's five times more expensive than your competitor. And that's when we started to dive deep, right? We actually understood what were they trying to accomplish? So what was the business driver? And it wasn't just to lift and shift. They were trying to become more efficient in how they managed their resources. So the approach that you took was actually starting to use dedicated hosts and reusing those licenses. And we went from five times more expensive to essentially being cheaper or at the same cost for most of those workloads. And because the customer liked the AWS native services and the roadmap to get to cloud native, they made that decision to move forward. One of the things we see consistently when we do an optimization licensing assessment is not only that 98% of our customers have the licensing they need today to get to AWS without buying more, is that we can typically reduce the SQL spend, so the contractual spend on SQL by 45%, Windows by 77%. Now, that saving doesn't happen on day one. You know, that's where you guys give the advice on how to manage their enterprise agreements and their contracts with other vendors because they're going to still have those in place. They just need to be smart on how they approach it. The last thing that we've noticed from the assessments that you're, you're doing, which I think is really interesting, is that 50% of the databases that we're looking at can actually be moved to cloud native with very little work. Um, right. So we've got some great tools at AWS and when they're used by great resources like yourself, they can make this journey really efficient. So I think that's a really good example of looking at the problem through a different lens, understanding what the customer is trying to drive and ultimately leveraging those assets to get them to the cloud and then move them into cloud native. 
Well, that is awesome when you're talking about 70% cost savings, recognizing that that's not day one, but over time. Again, managing the client's expectations, but letting them know that there will be cost savings if you simply take the next step. And that brings me to my last question for Robert. Robert, for those listeners who perhaps are on the fence about OLA, how or what should their next step be to request an assessment or a consultation from Anova Solutions? Yeah, it's real simple. That Microsoft modernization journey starts with our OLA offering. And because of our partnership with AWS, it's 100% free to our customers with zero, zero obligation other than to learn more about how to save money with your Microsoft workloads, either on-premise or in the cloud. All you have to do is come visit us at innovasolutions.com, go to our OLA page. We have all the details there about how the OLA program works. And there's a form at the bottom. You fill that out, and one of our Microsoft licensing experts will get in touch with you to discuss the many benefits of our OLA program. Thank you so much for that, uh, Robert. David, again, thank you for the generosity of your time. It has been amazing talking with you today. We truly appreciate this. And for our listening audience, uh, you have our website. You've heard about the OLA program. We are very happy that you attended today's session. And at this point, we are concluded. Thank you so much for being here today. Thanks, Cynthia. Thanks, everyone. Go farther with Innova Solutions. Thank you for tuning in to the Innova Solutions podcast, professional advice to advance in your career. For more information, visit our resource candidate library at innovasolutions.com. Moving at the speed of you. Data transfer complete.